Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. kidding me right now i cannot wait to go to the lake i got the sunshine beaming down into these great big windows next to me surrounded by rvs and boats welcome in it's nuanas now espn radio maybe you're watching on swx montana television we are not in studio because we're here down at brett's rv and marine just up the way from missoula broadcasting company we're here at 4800 grant creek road we'll be here each of the next two days you can find all sorts of details about this awesome spring sale that Brett's RV and Marines got going on. It's the March Grand Design sales event right now. Absolutely the best time to buy a new RV at Brett's RV and Marine for three days. That's today, tomorrow, and Saturday. You can find factory discounts across all of their great inventory. The Grand Design sales event is on now at Brett's RV and Marine. Ton to get to today in Nuanas now. Appreciate Brett's for hosting us and for being such a great supporter of ours. They were awesome to help bring you uh, the Montana football hour, as well as all football all the time in the fall. So we appreciate all Brett's great support. If you are watching on SWX or uh, on the YouTube channel, we are broadcasting to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. You can march into savings with Northwest Motorsports Markdown Madness. Only a couple days left in March. Crazy to say that. We're about a week away from rolling into April. But for the rest of the month, Northwest Motorsport offering special APRs. You can get a truckload of savings on a great selection of trucks, trucks, and more trucks. Northwest Motorsport, you can find the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting nwmsrocks.com. Some things that I love when it comes to working in media, sometimes you fall upon some connections by happenstance. And that's what we're going to kick the show off with today. Col- Colby Dant, he is part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. 
Colby is a college basketball expert, and he hosts the College Basketball Experience podcast, talking all about betting lines in the world of Division One men's college basketball. And uh, he, he and one of his partners, they reached out to me a little while ago, asking, saying, hey, we got this Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We'd love to hop on the show. Well, we talked to Colby earlier today, and it's great. So we'll, we'll break down the whole Sweet 16, all the matchups that are coming up for you tonight. And it was actually so good that I rapped with Colby for about 25 minutes. And then we decided, well, we got so much more to talk about. Let's talk about Friday's games tomorrow. So Colby will join us during tomorrow's show as well. By the way, we will be broadcasting down here at Brett's RV and Marine tomorrow as well from 3 to 6 p.m. So you can find that on our Missoula Broadcasting Company uh, group of stations, 103.3 The Trail, as well as 105.9 Jack FM and ESPN Missoula here. Uh, so you can stay tuned for that. But Nuanas now will be coming to you from Brett's as well. Time to get to today, including Colby Dent. We will also hear from Alex Eshelman, our Montana State Minute. Alex, a reporter for SWX Montana Television, based over there in Bozeman. So she just got back from San Diego, and uh, she's had quite a year covering the Bobcats in her first full year, full quote-unquote normal year with fans and the whole experience and you know going to the FCS playoffs, going to the national championship game, going to the uh, men's basketball tournament in San Diego. So Alex will jump on, sort of recap what has been a great year for the Montana State Bobcats. Also, a couple different things, uh, pieces of prep news to get to. The rosters for the 35th annual Highline Invitational Tournament, one of the fun events that sort of also harkens and beckons uh, the entrance or the, the reemergence, I guess, of summer. It always takes place up there on the Montana State Northern Campus in Haver. And Thursday through Saturday at the Armory, Armory Gymnasium, we're going to have some all-star games. So they released the rosters earlier this week. So we'll go through what uh, what the rosters might hold. Here's how the tournament works. you got the Class A versus Class C girls. Tonight, 5.30. Then the Class A versus the Class C boys is at 7. And then tomorrow, games all day, starting at 8 a.m. So this is just for fun. It's not necessarily a seniors-laden tournament. In fact, you know, Cadence Couture is one of the great players from Missoula Big Sky, one of the great players in the Garden City right now. She's a freshman there for Tyler Hobbs, Big Sky team. So we'll give you a few details on uh, the the fun all-star game that sort of gets the, the summer hoop circuit kicked off here. In Montana, we also have some soccer on the horizon. It's World Cup summer, so our guy Andrew Houghton, he has a, a clip from his latest footy 15. We'll get to him here in a little while. He can set that up for you. We'll talk all about the beautiful game. And uh, we're also going to hear from one of my good friends, a good friend of this show, Craig Mettler. He's the head coach for the Missoula Sentinel track and field teams. The Sentinel girls, they've won three out of the last four Class AA state championships. The Sentinel boys have won two out of the last three. So a dynasty in AA track brewing for the Spartans. And track season, it's on the horizon. The first meet less than two weeks away. So Coach Mettler, he swung by uh, to give us some insight on just how you maintain such a winning culture. You want to stream the show, you want to be a part of the show, you can always go to our station website, click on Listen Live, and you'll find the stream. 1029ESPN.com is the station call letters. There is the uh, the internet website, 1029ESPN.com. And you can also text us, be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Text us today because we're down here at Brett's RV and Marine. It's the kickoff to the Brett's RV and Marine March Grand Design Sales Event. You can save up to $24,000 on the new Grand Design fifth wheel and travel tra- trailers only the next couple days. That's right, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You can save big down here at Brett's RV and Marine. We will be broadcasting to you from the floor of Brett's for the rest of this show. And then into tomorrow as well. We'll be down here from 3 to 6 p.m. tomorrow as well. So come hang out with us. If you want some Missoula broadcasting swag, I'll hook you up with an ESPN tote. Maybe get some sunglasses from Jack FM. Swing out by, find some great savings here. Hang out with us. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Well, it's so funny to me because sports gambling has only become sort of mainstream, especially around Montana, the Pacific Northwest, for the last couple of years. But in its iteration, probably most of you out there listening have been gambling on sports. You might be asking yourself, what do you mean? When? How? Why? Well, you've been entering your NCAA tournament pools at your office for 
years, I'm sure. You've been probably doing it at school all the way back to when you are in fifth grade. So it's very fun now to have it sort of be mainstream, but a little bit more complex and a little bit more nuanced to it. So uh, we've had a fun time breaking down all sorts of sports gambling things here on Nuanas now, and we're happy now to welcome in a new guest, but a guy I'm excited to share his knowledge with all of you out there here on ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. He's Colby Dant from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's a college podcasting expert as well as the host of the College Basketball Experience, a podcast talking all about college hoops and gambling. These guys, they got enough cojones to pick every single game in the country all the time. So this is pretty impressive, and we're happy to have Colby here. Colby, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, and look, I, I, I mean, in fifth grade, I, I got in trouble actually for, uh, for you know, having a little bit of a book, you know, uh, only only about five dollars per person, but I, I did have, uh, I, I got it. suspended back in fifth grade, and now, now, you know, I'm almost, I'm pushing to close to forty, but uh, yes, I've been actually gambling since I guess fifth grade because I got, I got in trouble for it, so. <laughs> Gotta love it. Well, you set the stage for your future. I guess you could say now you're living your dreams. <laughs> yeah, that's true. When I was in the principal's office, she told me, Colby, we need you to work on your future. I'd, I'd like to have a conversation with her. I got to get her on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Well, you said when we first uh, started this that uh, you actually have some connections to Missoula. So you guys do some stand-up comedy too, right? So, And you said you actually swung through the Garden City and you've been here where we're broadcasting from. So tell people just a little bit about your connection to Montana. Yeah, I mean, I, I went to Missoula. I mean, this is probably about 10 years ago, but... Uh, did some stand-up there and also in Billings. Loved the state of Montana. Unbelievable. You know, I grew up in Washington, D.C., so I, I had never been to Montana at the time. And, oh, man, I was taken away by how, how beautiful it was. And especially had a great time in Missoula. Went to a, uh, went to a Grizzly football game. Had an absolute blast as they, I believe they were playing Eastern Washington. Game came down to the wire. Grizz got the win. It was just an awesome atmosphere. It's everything that makes college football and college basketball so great, in my opinion, are these college atmospheres and passionate fan bases. So, yeah, I, I love Missoula, and I can't wait to get back. We gotta love it, and I always love having people that have a background in comedy because, as we always tease around here, sports talk radio, stand-up comedy, and being a, a courtroom lawyer. If you made a Venn diagram, there's a lot more crossover than maybe people think. Yeah, I just need the 401k plan, man. That's exactly. We just need the lawyer's salary. That's the part of the Venn diagram we need to come our way, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly, man. I mean, I mean, stand-up takes you so many places. It's a, it's, it's an awesome journey. But, man, I mean, there are times where you're like, what was I thinking? You know? <laughs> no doubt about it. Well, Colby Dad joining us from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network here on Nuanas Now. And we are a little less than an hour from opening tip of the Sweet 16. Four games tonight. Top-seeded Gonzaga takes on fourth-seeded Arkansas in San Francisco, California. That one tips at 5.09 Mountain Standard Time. Then about 20 minutes later, from the AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas, it's second-seeded Villanova versus 11th-seeded Michigan. Then in the third game of the evening, 7.39 Mountain Standard Time tip. Number two, Duke versus number three, Texas Tech. That one also in San Francisco. And then the nightcap from San Antonio tips at 7.59. Top-seeded Arizona versus fifth-seeded Houston. Your slate of games tomorrow, same tip times. 5.09, 5.29, 7.39, and 7.59 is as follows. 15th-seeded St. Peter's against third-seeded Purdue from Philadelphia. Fourth-seeded Providence versus top-seeded Kansas from Chicago. UCLA, the fourth-seed versus North Carolina, a number eight seed from Philadelphia. And then the nightcap from Chicago, 11th seeded Iowa State versus 10th seeded Miami. And uh, Colby, before we get into some of these games and, and some of your prognostications for what these lines look like and, and what the action might hold, what did you think of the first couple rounds? Because at the same time, I think we saw a lot of blue bloods advance. We also saw some upsets, but it's also interesting fold when you have upsets by teams that are 11 seeds like Michigan and Iowa State that are from Power 5 conferences, but then we have perhaps the greatest Cinderella of all time, or at least a, a team in the argument for that in St. Peter's, the Peacocks, just the third number 15 seed ever to qualify for the Sweet 16. So what did you think of the first couple rounds of this NCAA tournament, particularly from a bracket and betting perspective? Oh, I mean, I, I, this is why this 
tournament, in my opinion, is the greatest postseason we have in, in, in sports in America, at least. Um, yeah, I was in Las Vegas. We were we were doing uh, our show from the Wynn Casino in Vegas. So it's great when you're in Vegas and you get to see, you know, you get to see someone with the Kentucky Kentucky ticket, you know, put a lot of money on, <laughs> or 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 on the uh, flip side of that, the St. Peter's tickets. Um, but I mean. That's what's so great, really. I mean, I, I, as someone that has been a diehard college basketball fan since the 90s, I think we're in a bit of a renaissance with the sport coming back. The NIL has changed things, also the transfer portal. I know that that's, some people will say that for a negative way, and, and I, I, there are some negative things to it. But I, I believe, you look at Kentucky, they had no tournament experience. And if you look at John Calipari over the past three years, he struggled. Meanwhile... Uh, St. Peter's a 15 seed in the Sweet 16 playing last year. We had a, or we had uh, Oral Roberts a 15 seed in the Sweet 16. This is the uh, the changing of the sport, and I think uh, I think it's very good for for the, the pulse of the sport. And yeah, I mean these, some of those games were fantastic. But how about that TCU Arizona game? So many great games I felt like last week. That uh, I mean, what's not to love about this thing? So yeah, and, and imagine right now if you're St. Peter's, you're going up against Purdue. Purdue's a gigantic team from height, from a height standpoint. But these guys, if you've already taken down Kentucky, I got to think you got to be confident enough that you can beat Purdue. So th- this is great, I think. No doubt about it. Well, I think that's an interesting fold too. So from your perspective, though, when you are sort of making your bets and, and analyzing lines and things like that, I do think. It's funny because we we interview so many coaches around here, and so often coaches fall into the the you know get off my lawn mentality. The hey, the transfer portals ruining college hoops. You know, like we cover the Big Sky Conference extensively, and you always hear coaches belly aching about how they're becoming a farm system for the big leagues. And it's not that true. I mean, every once in a while, the Big Sky MVP like Tanner Groves transfers to Oklahoma, but it just is what it is. But I do think it also sets the landscape, though, like you were saying, where veteran teams like St. Peter's maybe don't have as much of a disadvantage against young, if if not very talented teams like Kentucky. So when you are diving into it and you're, you're sort of analyzing this stuff, how much do you play in sort of the prestige of the program versus the experience? I mean, how much do you dive into the rosters? And how much do you try to maybe gravitate towards betting on veteran guys rather than young guys? I mean, does that sort of thing play a factor when you're analyzing these lines, these spreads, these money lines, all these things? Yeah, uh, certainly. And it's something that I feel like has changed. You know, we've been picking every game for college basketball, ATS, for the past five years. And five years ago, I don't feel like we factored that in as much. But now, uh, I think it's something you really need to pay attention to. Um, you know, whether it was Loyola, Chicago's Final Four run a couple of years ago, where they had mostly mostly seniors. I know Crutwig and Williamson were were uh, Williamson was coming off the bench at the time, but he was a he was a freshman at the time. But that was mostly a senior ridden team, and they made a deep run. I think you have to look at it like that. And I also think for, for, you know, the naysayers, I've heard coaches talk about this. It's a double-edged sword. You might lose Tanner Groves to Oklahoma, but Weber State brought in Kobe McEwen from, uh, from Marquette. So it's a double-edged sword. You can get players coming out of the Power 5 program that says, you know what, I'm done with this. Uh, so I, I think it's healthy for the sport personally, and I think they should have the freedom to do it. But, yeah, I mean, we factor this in. Nonstop. Uh, I'll tell you this, Arizona. I turned in my first bracket, you know, right after Selection Sunday, and I had Arizona winning it all. And then I said, "Oh wait, they haven't won. They haven't. They don't have anyone on their team that's been in a tournament game." So I'm like, "That's a, a factor." So now, you know, I, I I turned in my I turned in a few brackets. So after that, I was switching my picks there, and then even like for the for the Arizona game. Going on, uh, going on today. I, I think Houston is going to be able to beat them strictly because of the tournament experience. Well, not stri- not only that. I also think Houston plays defense at an incredibly high level, and uh, Arizona showed some flaws defensively. So, I definitely think we factor that into almost every game. Colby Dant joining us. He's the host of the College Basketball Experience podcast, which you can find on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. SportsGamblingPodcast.com. You can find full content and podcasts. All of them are free. ton of great information and excited to... These guys kind of just reached out to us here at ESPN Radio. You're listening to Nuanas now on both ESPN Missoula as well as SWX Montana Television. 
and uh, happy to collaborate with these guys. I do think it's very interesting and definitely certainly uh, a part of the future. So let's talk about some of these games that are occurring tonight here in the Sweet 16, Colby. First of all, one that's of huge interest here in Montana is the Texas Tech-Duke game because of a couple different reasons. First, of course, Duke, you know, the, the big bad villain. Mike Krzyzewski's final year at the helm. They have a national brand. People around Montana have either followed Duke from a loving them or followed Duke from a hating them perspective for 40-plus years. But also, Texas Tech, the Red Raiders, is the school that pounded Montana State in the first round. And I was down there live and in person in San Diego covering that one. And I thought the Bobcats uh, were a very talented and veteran-laden team. And I was very surprised. that I wasn't surprised they lost, but I was very surprised that they lost by 35 points in the opener but I think that a true testament to how talented and, and how ferocious Texas Tech can be, especially defensively, in the fact that they opened this game against Duke as a one-point favorite. And now I've seen the money lines and the point spread move all over the place. But what I'm looking at says even money. Uh, neither team favored a coin flip game. So uh, break this one down for us. What do you think of this matchup between Texas Tech and Duke? Uh, yeah, I mean, this is an awesome game, and, and uh, I was shocked to see the line, even now, at a pick. See, normally Duke has overvalue, much like the Dallas Cowboys when you're betting the NFL or, or Notre Dame football. The money, the public loves them, always. So they normally have a little bit of an overvalue when it comes to gambling. As you saw, I mean, Coach K hasn't covered a game in a while before that Michigan State game. But, uh, but I mean... This is another one we talk about where Duke doesn't really have much tournament experience. So I was a bit surprised. I thought Duke would be a two or three point favorite personally, especially knowing the Coach K angle with the, it being, you know, potentially his, his last game. Um, but Texas Tech, to me, is just a flat out better team um, on all accounts. I mean, I know you can dive into the analytics, and some of the analytics will tell you that, hey, Duke's, you know, better offensively, they're better. Texas Tech's a, a, a team. They got players that have played in the national championship. They got Kevin O'Banner, a transfer from uh, Oral Roberts, who has been lighting this tournament on fire, and he lit the tournament on fire last year. They have experienced players. They're playing defense. I think uh, they're charting at, what, number two uh, defensively in the nation. So I, I just think Texas Tech is the better team. I thought Duke actually kind of got fortunate to get past Michigan State, and I wasn't high on Michigan State. I will say this, the line smells to me a little bit. And normally when, when the line smells a little bit, I don't like to bet too much on that particular game. But um, so the line doesn't make a lot of sense to me based off of what we've been following all year. Um, but I, I think Texas Tech's the better team. And I think they'll get the, I think they're going to get the win. I am a little bit reluctant though. To, to go in heavy because of uh, because the line doesn't make a lot of sense to me. The other thing that I was thinking about, and you can you can push back at me if you think I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist, but the public loves Duke, but also the networks love Duke, and the networks love storylines. And Mike Krzyzewski is certainly a much bigger storyline than Mike Adams, the head coach of Texas Tech. And the, the brand name of Duke, certainly a much bigger storyline than Texas Tech in general. And Texas Tech plays such a physical style. And so maybe I'm crazy, but I also think that there's a little bit that I'd be at least analyzing when you talk about playing a little bit more than just five on five. I think that there might be some whistles that go in the favor of the Blue Devils, but maybe I'm just losing it. Maybe I'm just reading too much into this. No. No. I mean, look, uh, it's funny you mentioned that because on our show, uh, the College Basketball Experience, uh, we previewed the Sweet 16, I think it was on Monday, and we went game by game. And, you know, one of, one of, our, one of my co-hosts is a Duke fan, and I said, "Why? I, look, I, Texas Tech, they do have games where they struggle to shoot the ball. So, you know, they, they could play somebody and they'd be, you know, someone that they're supposed to beat by 20. And it could be a close game just because they're inconsistencies when it comes to shooting. But I tend to, I was surprised at the line. And the first thing I thought was, man, Duke's going to get some whistles because I could see a Mark Few, Coach K matchup, passing of the torch in a way. Mark Few's been at uh, Gonzaga since the late 90s. So uh, yeah, the conspiracy theorist in me thought, hey, and I've seen it. I've seen it, man. I remember the Duke-Wisconsin National Championship where I thought, I thought personally Wisconsin got hosed. Um, but uh, I still think at the end of the day, 
Texas Tech is the better team, and they're going to bring a style of defense that I don't think Duke has seen really uh, all year. So I, I, I'm going to take Texas Tech reluctantly because the line does not make a lot of sense to me. Um, I am treading rather light, lightly on that one as opposed to uh, a, a lot of the other matchups, but give me the Red Raiders to win this thing. Colby Dant joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Colby is the host of the College Basketball Experience Podcast, which is part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com for full content and podcasts, and all the content there is free. Uh, Colby, let's talk about a couple of the other games tonight. Arkansas, a fourth seed going against Gonzaga, and uh, there's a lot of Gonzaga fans out here in Montana because we're only a few hours away from Spokane. There's also a lot of Gonzaga haters because of the uh, the bandwagon that has been built there by Mark Few. But I've seen Eric Musselman's team live and in person the last couple times. Uh, I've, I've watched the NCAA tournament. We watched them twice in Indy last year as well, live and in person. They're athletic. They're high pressure. And I, the line I got in front of me, is Gonzaga minus 9.5 or, or Arkansas plus 9.5, whichever way you want to look at it. But I actually think that even though Gonzaga should be for, for sure uh, the favorite in this game, I don't know. I think Arkansas might have an opportunity to cover here. Um, I, look, everyone I talk to it seems to, to buy into that theory. I, I personally, look, and I, I'm not taking anything away from Eric Musselman in Arkansas. I just think it's a bad matchup for them. You, you, we saw Georgia State cover against uh, the Zags. We we saw uh, Memphis, uh, and I was on both of those. Uh, Arkansas doesn't have a great front court. They, they don't have the bigs that can match up with Timmy and Holmgren. Uh, so I think it's a really bad – and it's in San Francisco, which will be a Zag. I, I think the Gonzaga fans, it will be a, pretty much a home game, much, much like in a way like we saw in Portland. And uh, another thing is Arkansas struggles to shoot the three. Now, could they have a good game shooting the three? Sure, but they've been horrible at it all year. So I think Arkansas, if you followed them all year, they kind of slash into the, you know, they, they have cutters and they off the dribble. They'll score points with their guard play. I think it's hard to do that against uh, Gonzaga when you have uh, Chet Holmgren with this unbelievable wingspan blocking shots. We saw him have, what, seven blocks against Georgia State? I think this is the one that the Zags haven't covered a game yet in the tournament. I think this is the one they roll. And it's not because I think Arkansas is bad. I just think the style of play against so the weaknesses of Arkansas are the strengths of Gonzaga. I got the Zags rolling in. I got the Zags winning pretty big. It's an interesting one, and it's a great way to break it down because I do think that now that you actually put it into perspective for me, I actually agree. So I'm looking here just, uh, you know, Maybe curating mine a little bit as well. Kobe Dant here on ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. He is from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Going through some of the games from the Sweet 16 tonight and tomorrow. Kobe, let's look at this Villanova-Michigan game. It's so interesting because you think of, if you just looked at the seeds, you think, okay, 2 versus 11, it's an uphill battle for the double-digit seed. But you look at Michigan versus Villanova, and you're like, okay, maybe a little different. So sometimes you have to remove the name from the seed or the seed from the name. I'm seeing Villanova minus 5, but that's the spread I got in front of me. But what do you think of this one? And and it seems like a team out of the Big Ten maybe a little different than your normal 11 seed. Yeah, you can definitely say that. But uh... – I mean, uh, and, and this is one where I think you can get trapped in the analytics as well. Um, just uh, looking at this with a neutral, a neutral viewpoint, you know, Michigan had a big-time recruiting class come in. So they, they had to adjust to college life, uh, different offenses, different defenses than perhaps they played in high school. And uh, they, they only went 17 and 14 in the regular season. And I was one that said, man, they, they should have been in the play-in game, in my opinion if even in the NCAA tournament, but they've also taken advantage of that. I wasn't the only one saying that. A lot of people were saying that. And they made great adjustments, I thought, in that Colorado State game. They were down at the half. They turned around and uh, put it on them in the second half. And then they, they made the, I thought, just completely out-coach Rick Barnes in Tennessee. Um, and here they are, and Hunter Dickinson, who's just an absolute stud at the big man spot. And also the team's kind of growing up before our eyes. Now, at the same time, so those analytics – I, I don't take much weight into what the analytics say about Michigan because it's been such a different team from they've grown up throughout the season. 
the way they're playing defense now is not what we saw in November and December. Um, but at the same time, you have Jay Wright, and you're giving him four days to prepare. And the, the Villanova, the flaw for Villanova all year has been the front court. And we saw what they did against EJ Lydell in Ohio State. I thought that was, I mean, I was on Villanova to cover that, and they did. But I thought it was interesting because Ohio State's greatest strength was a weakness for Villanova. So it was going to be interesting to see how that played out. Jay Wright, I thought, made great adjustments in-game to handling EJ Lydell in Ohio State. And I think he's going to have something dialed up for handling Hunter Dickinson. Or perhaps maybe he's going to let Hunter Dickinson get his and make sure everyone else is, uh, you know, is somehow cut down from what they have been doing the past two games. So, very interesting matchup. You know, Villanova's the best free-throw shooting team uh, in the NCAA tournament, and they're, I think, very close to being the best free-throw shooting team ever. They shoot 83% from the free-throw line as a team. I mean, that's unbelievable in college basketball. Unbelievable. So you need to be on your game when you're playing them because they also take great care of the basketball. They got a, a, a senior guard in Colin Gillespie. That has, I feel like he's been at Villanova since the Nixon administration. And this guy uh, is not only clutch when it comes down to if it's a tie game with three minutes left or two minutes left, he's going to make every shot. We saw him what he did to Providence twice this year. But uh, the, the, uh, guard play travels in the tournament. And, and to me, when, when talking this game, I, I'm going to go, Jay Wright is Jay Wright for a reason. He's won a couple national championships. You give him four days to prep. I'm on Villanova. I think it's going to be a close game, but down the stretch – Colin Gillespie is going to make some shots that will get uh, Villanova the win. And then also, when they get hacked to go to the free throw line, they don't miss. So I'm going to lay the points and go with Villanova. Got to love it. Colby Dant joining us. He's the host of the College Basketball Experience, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You can find all those great uh, podcasts all about college sports and everything in between. And, Colby, let's talk about then uh, the nightcap. You made an interesting point because I watched Arizona live. I watched that TCU game from San Diego courtside last weekend. What a great game. Um, I thought Benedict Matherin is living up to the billing as a potential lottery pick for Arizona. But Tommy Lloyd, first year at the helm for the Wildcats and a roster with a bunch of guys who never played in the tournament. You got Houston, a team that played in the Final Four last year. I know they lost a lot from it, but they got a veteran coach in Kelvin Sampson and a lot of tournament experience. So... Uh, Arizona minus one and a half. Well, what do you think of this one? This one's a, just an awesome matchup. And, and you know, I know Ed Cooley got coach of the year for Providence. And then I know Tommy Lloyd in another publication got coach of the year. But in my opinion, no disrespect to those guys, the real coach of the year is sitting on Houston's sideline and Kelvin Sampson. Not only did they lose key players from the final four season a year ago, they had multiple injuries. Marcus Sasser, their leading scorer this year, out for the season back in December, right? Tremont Mark, their third leading scorer and one of their best defenders, if not their best, out for the season in December. Uh, they also lost Powell. I mean, they, they, they have been beaten up by the injury bug, and I was even on the fade. I was like, you know, we got to start fading Houston. Well, no. I mean, Calvin Sampson has really next, next man up mentality, and, and, and they have looked, with the exception of a couple losses to Memphis, They've been on fire ever since. And when you look at, when you really dive into the analytics on this, I, I think it makes a lot of sense to, to, to take Houston here. And when you add in tournament experience, we just touched on this with Duke or whether, why is Kentucky at home? You know, or why did TCU almost beat, uh, beat Arizona? I think there's a few things. TCU, first off, that Arizona defense, I don't know if it was what Jamie, I mean, TCU is not an offensive juggernaut by any means. They found weaknesses in that defense that I think Kelvin Sampson, sitting back for four days studying that film, is going to be able to exploit. And if Tommy Lloyd in Arizona doesn't fix some of those problems, uh, I think it's a big issue. And then when you add in the fact Houston is the third, the nation's third-leading offensive rebounding team, I, I think this is a bad matchup for Arizona. And like I said, I, I had Arizona in, one of my, in my first bracket to win the national championship. I just think it's a scary matchup for them. The way Houston plays defense, third in the nation, by the way, uh, the way they rebound offensively, third in the nation, 
and the experience factor. And Houston's the much taller team. So you mentioned uh, Benedict Matherin, you know, and he, and he played great in that TCU game. But I think he does get some of his points slashing and cutting to the lane. I don't know that you're going to have those opportunities against this tall, this tall Houston team. So, and not only tall, super athletic. So I'm on Houston with an upset here. I, I think this is going to be an awesome game. But uh, the contrast in styles, to me, also uh, pretty interesting. You know, Arizona's kind of a finesse team now. I, I've been completely impressed with them, the way they share the basketball, the way they pass the, the, the tempo they play at. But at the same time, I just think it's a bad matchup. And I think Houston was disrespected by the, uh, the, the selection committee, giving them a five seed based on their record. They, Ken Palm's analytics had this team as, as a two seed. So they got really disrespected, and I think that's bulletin board material for Kelvin Sampson. I got Houston in an upset here, and it's in Texas. It's in San Antonio. So I think Houston's going to pull the upset here. Can't wait to watch this game, though. Contrast and styles all over the place. Great stuff, man. Colby Dant of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's also the host of the College Basketball Experience. You can find all of the great content there at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. They have all sorts of podcasts, and all of them are free for you to listen to. So if you want any sort of insight beyond what was provided here today on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, go visit college, or excuse me, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Colby, appreciate the time today, my man. This was awesome, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you soon. But in the meantime, be well. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This was a pleasure, and, uh, yeah, let's, let's sit back and enjoy Sweet 16 action. Nuanas now rolls on the Brett's RV and Marine March Grand Design Sales Event. Coming out with me, Coulter Nuanas. Listen to ESPN Radio or maybe listen to the Trail 103.3. Maybe Jack FM, our remote will roll all the way until 6 p.m. So come check out all the discounts and great pricing they have down here at Brett's RV and Marine March Grand Design Sales Event. Alex Eshelman, SWX Montana Television, the Montana State Minute. Back after this. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. I'm waking up, I cannot see That there's not much left to me Nothing is real but pain now Hold my breath as I wait for death Oh please God, wake me is coming to you live from Brett's RV and Marine. Come say what's up to us. We're down here kicking off the Brett's RV and Marine March Grand Design Sales Event. Right now, the absolute best time to buy a new RV at Brett's RV and Marine. For three days only, receive exclusive factory discounts. The Grand Design Sales Event is on now at Brett's RV and Marine. The Bobcats of Montana State, they have had a banner year so far in 2022. Their first trip to the FCS National Title Game in 37 years back in January. And this last month, Big Sky titles in the tournament for both the Montana State men and women, also the MSU men claiming their first outright Big Sky Conference regular season championship in 20 years. Alex Eshelman of SWX Montana Television, she was along for the ride. She's the sideline reporter for SWX's broadcast of Bobcat football games, and uh, she was working on the Bobcat Insider for the basketball teams, along with voice of the Bobcat, Zach Mackey. And she joined us here on Nuanas Now once a week as part of the Montana State Minute. Day late, but it's still going to be great. The Montana State Minute with Alex Eshelman. She joins us once a week, usually on Wednesdays, but we didn't have a show on Monday, so we're sort of one day behind all the way down the line. But Alex joins us now here on your Friday. 
Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. And, uh, Alex, I know that you're familiar with the, the part of the country we were just both in, but I had a great time in San Diego, my first time to that neck of the woods, and uh, I loved it. It was one of my favorite American cities I've been to, so you're pretty lucky to have spent some time there before in your past. Oh, yeah, definitely, Coulter. So, yeah, Sacramento is a little further away from San Diego, about eight hours or so, but I did, ha- I do have some family who live in Southern California, so we, I grew up regularly going back there, like you said, and it, I mean, sunny and 80 degrees throughout last week didn't hurt, did it? Exactly right. And uh, it was funny because we got to San Diego and uh, we saw you right before Montana State's first round NCAA tournament game tipped. And uh, my indelible memory of you, you said, Coulter, Texas Tech is so big. And then that narrative played out (laughs) throughout that game. And so it was sort of a Bobcats got punched in the mouth and weren't really able to, to respond from it until it was almost too late. They were already down 20 points by the time they started fighting back. But did just your overall take on Montana State's 97-62 loss first round of the NCAA tournament? I think exactly to your point, Coulter, and, and what I said to you when I first saw you in Viejas Arena, I mean, the, the difference in size um, – and obviously not with all of the guys. I mean, Jabril, great. They sized up pretty well to Texas Tech. But my gosh, Texas, I mean, Texas Tech, I think, might be the biggest in, in size-wise um, in the tournament. I remember after the game, I ran into Mrs. Sprinkle, and we were kind of talking about the, the game, and she said the smallest guy on, the, on Texas Tech's team is 6'3", 200 pounds. And I was like, that's just insane. I mean, that's, and they looked that way. They were just, not only were they tall, but they were, they were just athletic and big and they were able to move quickly and be aggressive. And definitely, I mean, even coach Sprinkle talked about it in the post game. He said, if they play the way they did today throughout the rest of the tournament, I, I don't see how they're going to lose. Um, so, yeah, obviously, like you said, uh, Montana State got punched in the mouth a bit in that game. However, what an incredible experience. And similarly to how we described the football season, Coulter, the basketball season was also surreal. And getting to watch the team throughout all of last week experience March Madness and take the program to new heights and get back there for the first time in 20-plus years there were smiles across the board and you could feel just the happiness within the program. Alex Esserman from SWX Montana Television joining us here on ESPN Radio as well as on SWX. We do this once a week, the Montana State Minute, presented in part by JNV Restaurant Supply and in part by Jake Dubeck, your Montana realtor. And Alex, that's sort of the overwhelming storyline coming out of this uh, because Montana State in both men's and women's basketball uh they got smashed in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Yet, right. uh, I think that's a, a, a microcosm of a bigger discussion about the Big Sky Conference and what's lacking to be able to compete at the highest level of college hoops. But the overwhelming storyline, I think, coming out of both Bobcat squads' trips to the NCAA tournament was sort of the cap on what was a phenomenal seven-month stretch when it comes to the revenue sports at MSU. You talk about a run to the national championship football game, big dance appearances in both men's and women's basketball, and it seems like just all of the momentum, even if on the national stage maybe not as competitive as Montana State wants, it seems like they have the foundation laid, and it seems like the overwhelming positivity in the athletic department uh, seems to be trickling into each and every element of the department. So um, I know this is your uh, first go-around covering a a full slate of football into basketball, and uh, what a year it was to cover. So, I mean, what have you thought of just sort of the the way that Leon Costello has been able to, the the athletic director has been able to sort of craft this this culture of positivity and success at Montana State? Mm -hmm. Uh, One word to describe the entire year, magical culture. I mean, really, you can't ask for anything better. And I don't want to be a negative Nelly, but it is hard to think like, how is this going to get any better aside from, I guess, winning the FCS championship or winning a game in the big dance and, and having a run. I mean, what more could you ask for? It's, it has been so special to cover and it's always nice to cover teams when they're winning too. They're happy and they, they want to talk about things and they want to talk about their team. 
like you said, with Leon Costello, and I, I think I might have already mentioned this at one point on your show, he said to me in the middle of football season, he said, listen, you think that the football team's good right now? Our basketball program, this and everything. He said track and field, tennis, I mean, you know, skiing, uh, everything across the board, our athletic department, you're going to see it at its at its peak, at its like best moment that it's been in, in, in a long time. And his his statement, uh, you know, it rings true. It's true at this point. And um, my favorite part about the entire experience of being in San Diego, and even though you know Montana State men's basketball lost as well as the women's, what Xavier Bishop said in his post game interview, he said coming to Montana State this year particularly, it made basketball fun again. And he said that was this, like the most, I mean, you're sitting there and we were, we were both sitting there and that to me, like, I mean, I, I want to cry in interviews all the time because I just, I get emotional about listening to this, the storylines of everybody. But that to me is what it's all about. No doubt about it. And those guys were uh, a special group. And we talked during the football season about, how, you know, I've, I've covered Montana State now for a decade plus, and I thought that this group of football guys was one of the most special, and I thought this group of basketball guys was as well. I, you know, especially Xavier Bishop. He was so awesome. He came on this show multiple times. Abdul Muhammad, such a gregarious character as well. Uh, but right. what, are, what are some of your favorite parts of both the men's and women's basketball season, whether it's the characters or, or um, you know, the subjects involved or, or the results or anything like that? I mean, what will you remember most about these two runs for, for MSU and Hoops? Oh, gosh, Colter, that's a really good question. I think first and foremost, and I wasn't there to see it, but Sports Center number one play, Raekwon Battle hitting the three at the buzzer from the logo and, and Zach Mackey's call, you know, screaming from the logo. That, to me, um, just to end the regular season was so awesome. Um, and, and seeing that, moment even on social media was just incredible um gosh there i mean between the men's team also you know getting the the regular season win and seeing how happy uh coach sprinkle was and the players and the tears um for the women probably my favorite moment was the um um the game with Cola Bad Bear and honoring No More Stolen Sisters, that to me was so powerful. And the perform halftime performances were so beautiful. And seeing, um, you know, not not many basketball programs honor, you know, that. And I'm so happy that the women's basketball program is shedding light on a very important cause and and group of people and i think that that that's only going to get better um just and, and and on top of it how nice all these players and the coaches are i mean it's just such a honor to work with everybody they are awesome to work with for sure the montana state minute alex eshelman from swx montana television joining us here on nuana's now espn radio as well as on tv on swx you can also find us on youtube maybe you're streaming us maybe you're listening on the podcast we got all sorts of ways for you to listen to Nuanas now. And I appreciate Alex for joining us throughout the season. Uh, Alex, on the women's side, it seems like they have a ton coming back. Uh, just two seniors, uh, both integral parts of the team from mm-hmm. a chemistry perspective. But I do think that Montana State will be locked and loaded and, and among, if not the favorites in the Big Sky Conference on the women's side. The men's side, a few more question marks. But you do have Jabril Bell, the Big Sky MVP, coming back. You have to figure out how to replace guys like Ahmed Adamu and Abdul Muhammad and, and Xavier Bishop, some super seniors. But the prospects on the men's side seem pretty good, starting with Bello, but also including you know Raquan Battle and and Nick Gazalis and, and some other key pieces. So, uh, what do you think of just the, sort of the prospects of Montana State coming into next year? I know it's a long ways away, but it seems like uh, future bright for both sides. Maybe a few more question marks on the men's side. Well, it's always comforting to know that Darian White is still a Bobcat. I, I for the women's side for sure. Um, obviously, she is the star of the show, one of the stars of the show. And I do think that depth is something that both programs pride themselves in. And, you know, having every person on that team, being able to be ready to go and have that next man up mentality. So I do think, like you said, you know, having Jabril, great, Nick Gazalis, a number of guys on the men's team, 
being able to come back. And we've seen how much they've grown so far, too, within this year. I think it's only going to get better, especially with both programs having the taste of winning the Big Sky Championship, of being able to go to the big dance. Like, now they know what to do. They know what they're up against. They know all those things. So that's only going to make it easier for both teams. Last thing for you, then. I had the distinct pleasure of watching Arizona twice during our time in San Diego. I know you had to fly on the team charter, but uh, that's your alma mater. And the uh, Mm -hmm. Wildcats played one of the best games of the tournament so far, just in terms of the competitive aspect of it, the overtime game Sunday night against TCU. And uh, now Arizona with Houston tonight. So what do you think of your alma mater uh, squaring off and uh, still alive in the big dance? Oh, my gosh. Well, if I'm – I can't believe I'm, I can't say this, but I'm going to say it. And I was, you know, I was walking by Coach Vegan after our press conference. He said, how about your Wildcats? I said, you know what, Coach, they choke every time when it comes to this. Like, they just, they at one point, they get picked. So everybody picks them to win it all, and then they choke at one point. So I am praying when they were playing TCU, I was not well, Coulter. I was not well. When it, at the end of regulation, I was panic attack mode. However, it's okay. A win's a win. We're going to take it. We're going to move on. And you're right. We play Houston tonight. It's going to be great. I think we can still pull off a win. I think our scary, stressful moment was against TCU. However, I I am a Kelvin Sampson fan because how could you not be? I mean, started out at Montana Tech. Um, did so much for the Butte community and for that program. So it's going to be interesting. But, yes, I'm definitely – I'm feeling confident tonight. I'm feeling confident. Well, very good. The Arizona game tips in about an hour and a half. Alex Eshelman, SWX Montana Television, proud Arizona <laughs> alum. Joining us here on Nuana is now breaking th- down all things Bobcats as part of the Montana State Minute. A little dose of some NCAA tournament as well. Alex, appreciate it. We will uh, catch up with you soon. But thanks so much for being here with us today. Walter, thank you for having me this season. Such a fun time with you, and we'll talk soon. Alex Eshelman, SWX Montana Television. It's the Montana State Minute. I'm Coulter Nuanas. This is Nuanas Now coming to you from the Brett's RV and Marine March Grand Design Sales Event. The highlighted all-star game back for the 35th year. Some highlights of the rosters and some game times. More prep hoops coverage. Here on ESPN Radio, keep it right here, 1029 FM. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio, but we are not in studio because we are here. That's right here on the sales floor at Brett's RV and Marine. Getting the Brett's RV and Marine Mark. March Grand Design Sales Event kicked off. Right now, the absolute best time to buy a new RV at Brett's RV and Marine. Today, tomorrow, Saturday, you can swing by and you can get exclusive factory discounts. They can't even tell you how low the discounts can be, but up to $25,000 in discounts in Grand Design RVs. I got a bunch of them surrounding me right here as we sit on the sales floor, and it's pretty cool. 
through the Northwest Motorsports Studio, which means you can find great savings all month, all month long with Markdown Madness at Northwest Motorsport. Get a truckload of savings on the greatest selection of trucks, trucks, and more trucks. You can visit nwmsrocks.com. How about a little prep hoops? The high school hoops circuit finished for the year, but kicking off the spring sort of club slash all-star game circuit. And uh, starting tonight up in Haver, 5.30, the tip for the Class A versus Class C girls. And 7, a, 7 p.m., excuse me, Class A versus Class C boys. is the 35th annual Highline Invitational Tournament hosted by Montana State Northern up in Haver. And it'll run Thursday through Saturday there on the uh, Northern Lights campus. And there's a variety of games. you got the two games tonight, but then you got Class A girls versus Class AA girls at 8 a.m. And then the same rendition on the boys' side at 9.30. Class C versus Class B girls at 11. 12.30 features Class C versus Class B boys. The Class A and B girls play at 2. The Class A and Class B boys play at 3.30. And then at 5 on Friday night, there's a three-point contest, a slam dunk contest. And at 6 p.m., we have the Class AA and Class C girls going head-to-head. And then AA boys finish up the evening on Friday. And a similar schedule on Saturday as well. So should be pretty fun. It's a round-robin-style tournament. And there's a variety of awesome talent that you get to check out if you do check out this tournament. They announced the rosters earlier this week. A couple of the, the features, including on the AA team, a couple of the best young players in the state of Montana. Kane's Couture, one of the leading, leading scorers in Class AA out of Missoula Big Sky. She's only a freshman. And then Brianna Williams, she had 25 points for building Skyview in the Class AA state championship game against Hellgate, and she's only a sophomore. A lot of people are saying that she is a high-level Division I recruit, maybe not even Big Sky Conference, but maybe even Pac-12-like. And we, we've always had great uh, female recruits coming out of the state of Montana in hoops. Great girls basketball, great women's basketball in the state of Montana. Uh, but maybe, just maybe, Kane's Courture or Brianna Williams, a couple of the, the next good ones. So that, that'll be fun highlighting uh, the double-A team. And you got state champions and standouts across the board uh, on all these rosters, and very fun for them to be able to get together and, and play with each other, play against the other classifications. Uh, the double-A girls uh, team is going to be coached by Taylor Cunningham. The um, A girls are going to be coached by Kelly Weiss. The Class B girls, Pat, Pat Goldhahn is the coach. And then uh, in Class C for girls, you're going to have Jeff Graham, Chris Matson, and Nate Ashim. So th- those are your girls' coaches in this event. And there'll, there'll be some crossovers as well. Jeff Graham's helping out the Class C boys as well, as is Chris Matson. And uh, so you'll have a variety of, of different crossovers when it comes to the coaches. And on the boys' side, you get an opportunity to see Braden Cook, the recently anointed Montana Gatorade Player of the Year out of Helena Capital, led the Bruins to their third ever state title this last year. Uh, great win over Bozeman in that state championship game. So Braden Cook highlights the double-A boys. Ty Hughes, who was also a first-team All-State selection, he's one of the leaders for Bozeman High, as is Trent Rogers. Both those guys uh, highlight the double-A roster as well. Reed, Reed Harris, and again, you don't have to be a senior to play in this thing. You can be an underclassman as well. And Reed Harris, who's the outstanding quarterback slash sprinter and long jumper out of Great Falls High, He's blowing up the recruiting scene right now. He's got offers from Purdue and Iowa State and starting to get a bunch of D1 interest in the football realm, but also probably going to be a high-level track recruit as well. Uh, He's highlighting the AA boys as well. So that'll be fun. Uh, The 35th annual Highline Invitational Tournament hosted by Montana State Northern up in Haver gets underway tonight. So we'll have updates for you next week uh, as that thing reaches its completion. New on is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. You can save up to $24,000 on the new Grand Design fifth wheels and travel trailers this weekend only at Brett's RV and Marine. Don't wait. Today, tomorrow, Saturday, they have new 2022 Imagine Bunk Horse travel trailers for unbelievable factory-level prices. They also pay top dollar for trade-ins, whether it's paid for or not. So you can either swing by 4800 Grand Creek Road, hang out with us. We'll be doing Nuanas now here until 6 p.m., or we'll be back tomorrow. But anytime, swing by, or you can visit online at brettsrv.com. The World Cup 
back this summer. I say Qatar. Andrew says Cutter. Either way, Andrew's got a great interview as part of this week's Footy 15, talking all things World Cup as the return of the beautiful game on the world's biggest stage. So we'll hear from uh, Andrew as well as Craig Bettler, the head coach for the Missoula Sentinel track and field teams. Nuanas now rolls on. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Don't really ever remember a time when I went to the Montana State Bookstore website and there wasn't a big sale going on. Whether it's a seasonal sale or a sale for rodeo apparel or a Gold Rush t-shirt sale, always, 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 the MSU Bookstore has great deals, great sales. It's your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. You want to check out all of the various different apparels, home decor and gifts, blue and gold gear from brands like Sims, Under Armour, Columbia, Yeti, and Nike. Go check out the website, msubookstore.org, or just swing on by on campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold, whether it's game day or any other day, msubookstore.org. 